1: Hello, AfterBuzzers. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Marco Polo. I'm your host, June Lee. You guys can also tweet at us and use the hashtag ABTVMarcoPolo to live tweet us and ask us your questions. And this is my co-host. Yes,
2: I'm uh, Michael Drew. You can tweet at me at Michael underscore Drew. That's E-A-L, Michael underscore Drew. Mm -hmm. And hashtag Marco Polo, hashtag ABTV Marco Polo. Yes. And
1: also, (laughs) you know, go to our YouTube, YouTube, um, youtube.com slash TV and subscribe and add your comments there. So, what did you think of this episode, The Feast?
2: Yes. I really, really, really liked it. This one, this is by far... Up till now it yeah. was the best episode.
1: Right? 100%. The director the best. did such a great job, Alek Sakharov. Yeah. Was, that's was his name. Dir- yeah, that's the director's uh, he's name. He's good. Yeah, I know. And we're we open with this man who is sitting yeah. there with this like really gnarly scar mm-hmm. and we just we're just trying to figure out, like what's going on and he's just like totally looking forward he's not looking anywhere he's obviously if he's scared he's hiding it really yeah. really well yeah yeah
2: the, the one thing i got from this episode was the, the resourcefulness like every this episode pretty much showcases everybody being resourceful like this mm-hmm. show everyone doing something that's pretty much showcasing why they're there like you see the chancellor <laughs> do mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. uh kublai uh when he sends when he sends his son with mm-hmm. marco to the, the the feast later on yeah he's there's a reason he did that. Mm. Then you see Mei Lin when she's doing her moves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everything is just pretty much showcasing why they're there.
1: Oh, so you mean I like, like this episode? We kind of got to see people like how, like you know, they're all kind of chess pieces on the chessboard yeah. and what their you know respective actions yeah. are. And yeah, and I agree. All,
2: like even the, well, we'll get to the chancellor, but when the chancellor did what he did, yeah. But okay, so, no,
1: let's talk about that. Let's right. talk about that because yeah, it's pretty early on. So he goes to where you know the song warriors are yes. and he's obviously kind of gathered his whole army mm-hmm. and um he you know asks the general like who is your main guy who is the best warrior that you have and of course whirlwind tiger yeah. comes in big- I love that. <laughs> yeah, that I love
0: that
1: it's awesome no yeah. and so you know and the chancellor says okay you know like we're going to fight if you can beat me
2: yeah, be his chamber boy. Well, what or I if thought he, if was- If he loses, he yeah. becomes his
1: chamber boy. Yeah.
2: Which, that didn't really work. Um, I know! I thought it was, you, clearly he knew, he, uh, cause Malin told him what was gonna happen. She told yeah. him about how they're talking behind his back and every mm-hmm. and all the rumors about him. Right. So clearly, like, from the get-go, yeah. he, that was like a full-on power move. Right. You know, just to get everyone's respect, he's like, mm-hmm. alright, well, I'm gonna- I'm just gonna have to kill the best warrior they have. Yeah. And he did it in it was like such a such a, a chess, what was it? A chess move, a power move. It yeah. was just beautiful.
1: But at the same time I thought it was really interesting because, you know, we <laughs> you know, he's there and you know, he at first he says like, look, if you well he asks him what people say about yes. say about him and he says that, you know, that the soldiers kind of think his Fascination mm-hmm. with praying mantis, um, the praying mantis and, you know, is a, is a curious hobby. And he's obviously uncomfortable talking about it because he doesn't want to throw his fellow soldier mates under the bus. Yes. But at the same time, you can tell he wants to be honest. And so, you know, Chancellor, the Chancellor says, okay, well, you know, like, let me demonstrate. But I thought, I really hated, like, how, like, and I, and I know that's his character, but it was just so dishonest what he did, you know?
2: I, I, like, it it was terrible. Like, it made him look like a, uh, like a real douche. But if... If I was in his position, and I had and I had to do the same thing, mm-hmm. I probably would have done the same thing.
1: Yeah, I, I I'm not disagreeing with him killing him, but to promise that you know if you're defeated, you'll be my chamber boy, and then to kill him, I think was wrong. And I think it shows that Chancellor Jashidao has no no nobility. He's not a man of his word because right after that scene, we jump to Kublai and yeah. his court, and there we see what an honorable. Man, he is like he's bringing up the fact that look, I had to take care of the Arik situation, I wasn't happy about it. I loved him as a brother, but killed him as a traitor. Yeah, and he did what he had to do. So we see these two powerful men both doing things that they have to do, but Kublai did it in such a more noble and just way because he said, You know, if you have uh, any quarrels about this or issues about this. Speak up now.
2: I, I think the chancellor called an audible. I think he was going to do that. Mm-hmm. But then after he beat him, he probably thought, you know what? If I let this guy live,
1: mm-hmm.
2: he's probably going to plot against me. You think I so? Think, I mean, if you look at him and his sister, they're both, they're very aware. Mm. That everything they do is plot oriented. Yes. It's like they're very uh, strategic. Mm-hmm. And I just I feel agree. like that's what they did you know
1: i don't know i to me to me if i was a soldier in his army to me i would think that would that would weaken my respect for him because it's like okay this guy is obviously not a man of his word that's well, about
2: respect it, they'll follow him easier. Cause mm-hmm. he already knows they don't respect him. And I think the reason they don't I respect see. him is because they think he's weak. I think that's I what it see. is. Like, oh, he plays with crickets. He's a weirdo. Uh, like, okay. I see. So let me show, he, he did a- he, he is a
1: weirdo though. Yeah,
2: yeah he is a weirdo. I don't
1: think <laughs> killing Whirlwind Tiger proves that you're not a weirdo. If you have <laughs> a cruiser, weirdo. you're a scary
2: weirdo though. Yes,
1: yes, it does prove that.
2: So what he did was he let them know why they're mad at him? Yeah, he brought it up. He's like, he asked them, "Why? What's the issue with me?" And they brought yeah. up the, the crickets. And he's like, "Okay, so you don't like the crickets? Okay, yeah. so he just okay. wanted to let everyone know this is so. This is what's on the table. Yeah. So then he's like, "Okay, right? So then he just remind them, mm-hmm. and then he kills them. So right then they're like, "Okay,
1: okay, crickets note are self, not so. Note weak. to
2: off. This guy's a boss. Let me not yeah. cross him because yeah. I don't wanna, you know. So
1: yeah, because the whole point was that they thought you know cricket." Cricket kung fu was or praying mantis kung fu was a joke. Was yeah. not was not as powerful as some of the spirits of the tiger or you know the crane or yeah. certain certain things like that. Which the episode kind of opens on.
2: Yeah, I didn't even know he was going was going in that direction. I just thought I just thought he played with crickets. I just thought he just liked bugs.
1: No, no, his whole thing is to look at the crickets and to study the study the praying mantis in order to um, to get to kind of like, soak in their spirit to use for his Kung Fu. So, like, the, everybody's Kung Fu has, like, a different style, right? Yeah. So, whirlwind Tiger, I mean, he has, like, a bunch of styles that he does. But I'm guessing his main thing is the Tiger Kung Fu. Yeah. Which is why he, you know, probably call, is, calls himself whirlwind Tiger. Yeah. But, Jia Dao's Kung Fu style is... Is praying mantis kung fu, uh-huh. so you know, and praying mantis kung fu isn't as popular as some of the other types of all kung fu. All about fads, yeah. <laughs> so, so he's Jao Shi Dao is trying to prove to his soldiers that this is legitimate kung fu.
2: See, he made it popular after that. See, he yeah. murdered him with a kung fu. Now everyone's gonna be like, hey, yeah, can this you is show no me? No joke,
1: that? exactly. Brand
2: new praying mantis kung yeah. fu schools all over the area now. Yeah. I <laughs> well, can see I that. mean,
1: we we talk about well, Hundred Eyes talks about you know the the different kind of kung fu. What Kung Fu actually is. And Kung Fu isn't just about fighting.
2: He says Gong Fu. Well,
1: yeah, he says Gong Fu. The natural. (laughs) It's It's about kind of just... It's like the ultimate form of like skill right so yeah. you don't have to have kung fu of just martial arts but you can have kung fu he said as a poet and as a painter there was a oh, that was that, was, that yeah, was
2: really nice the way you did that. yeah
1: there was a moment in there where we see ahman watching a painter and that has significance in the future i won't say anything further than okay. that past
2: this episode past episode three.
1: yes so just mm-hmm. say just throwing Spoilers. that out there so it was hey,
2: spoiler crazy watch out
1: that's not a spoiler. i'm just saying uh, that's i know so i'm aware of
2: this of this portrait
1: Well, you should be. That's why they had it in there. I don't, the creators don't put anything in there that we should not be aware of. So it's like we
2: said last episode, it's it's all replayable.
1: Exactly. And he, and 100 Eyes also says that servants and, you know, everybody, you know, people who are washing the stairs or the steps, like even they can achieve Kung Fu, which is, you know. uh, yeah, it and motivated it, me. Yeah, it was very motivating. I was like, I want to be a gung
2: fu artist.
1: Yeah, Master. I think we should all strive <laughs> to be gung fu at oh, our sure. yeah, you're right. chosen yeah. field. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I love that and yes. I, I really like that. Um, so I thought that was really interesting how they showed, you know, how jiao shi dao deals with certain things and how Bai deals with certain things. And then, you know, of course, the, the, the treasure box. Of, oh, yeah. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Comes into the picture, and
2: yeah, <sighs> yeah right there, like yeah, you're right. Before right there, it yeah. sets the the tone and who, the difference between Chancellor. And mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you are the one that, and I'm, thank you so much. Cause I, I thought, I thought that head was Eric's head. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that, you know, I don't know, somehow the chancellor got Eric's head and they sent it over yeah. to kind of rub it in his face and to let him know that, Hey, I know you're having issues, you know, <laughs> but
2: I know but, you're, I know you're hurt.
1: <laughs> so here. No, no, but like more to rub it in his face, yes. you know, but um, you're absolutely right. It was a man that we saw in the beginning of the the episode yeah. with that scar across his face and it these were the um the capture captured soldiers yeah. at wu chang
2: yeah Chan, chance so he's like he's really trying to he's trying to set the tone he's trying to let everyone know yeah. that i'm not to be messed with and well i think he's, he's doing,
1: stirring trouble
2: but i'm i don't know i just i feel like in his mind he thinks it works i don't think it works but i think yeah he feels it works
1: right and right. he
2: just he's just trying to let everyone know mm-hmm. I, he's insecure
1: yeah, he's he just is. A big,
2: like That's he the one is. thing I get from him. He's just an insecure guy.
1: Because he's not legit. Yeah. I mean, in some ways, he's legit. But he doesn't really belong in the pow- in the position that he's in. He only got there by, you know, Mei Lin's sacrifices. Yeah. And, you know, so I think he definitely, he's this man with this great big ambition. And, you know, he's kind of like scrambling a little bit. But we'll see whether or not he'll be successful or not.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, he's probably going to. Because those are the type of guys who succeed.
0: I
1: wow. mean, he's just
2: like every time i every I've noticed that every time someone's honorable mm. you're too honorable, and then there's someone who's not who's willing to bend that honor and mm. take it that extra mile, and they usually are able to get a little further or succeed a little
1: bit mm really
2: but I'm basing this off of watching Game of Thrones, so that's what it feels <laughs> like to me I'm like all oh, right, this is very similar. <laughs> Very, no, it is a know. very
1: game of, you know, they, they describe it that way, yeah. that it's, you know, Crouching Tiger w- with Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like I'm watching
2: Kublai, him like, these guys reminded me of Ned Stark. Oh no. Oh my gosh. Oh no, Ned wait a Stark. minute. What's happening? You know, uh, I'm, getting, I'm I just gonna be scared.
1: I know, I know. Oh god, I was so shocked when Ned yeah, Stark yeah. was that. Okay. Yeah. Anywho, but you know, Cousin Kaidu... well, and then, I think this is worth noting that Akman, the minister of finance, yes. um, you know, is like super angry. He's like, we should kill the songs, man, and send them back their, you know, pieces of their bodies. He's but a little
2: extra ambitious, too, doesn't he?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I know. Like Kubai him, hey,
2: just worry about the money. I know, like, yeah, I know, but we should murder people. Like, I know, like, I know. And
1: Kubai is like... You just worry about the coin stuff. Just count this money. Yeah, exactly. Just (laughs) Just count this gold coin. Just keep quiet and count the money. And, you know, he... Akhman goes to Chabi... Well, and then they have that whole scene when they're like, you know, looking at the girls yeah. and just deciding. You are really shocked about that.
2: Yeah, it was. I didn't expect that. It was mm-hmm. Like she's she's literally choosing the women for his for her, her man to sleep with. Yeah. I mean, I guess it make. I mean, guess how that's how you. I guess that's how you make a, a marriage work back then. I mean, I guess <laughs> it makes sense because she's in on it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we see that later on at the yeah. end of the episode when, well, of course yeah, she's we'll, incredibly shocked. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get yeah, there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you thought that was very interesting. I that
2: did. That did throw yeah. me. That was that, yeah. everything that happens in the was it the House of Pleasures? What the, the
1: Hall of Five Desires? Yes, Hall of Five <laughs> Desires. All
2: right. everything that happens in the Hall of Five Desires uh-huh. is always interesting to me. everything uh-huh. we go so? in there,
1: because other than the obvious fact that there's naked women having sex, well, and yeah, that's
2: 75 uh, of it, right? But right. then it's like they always have these like intimate conversations, yeah. And in the background, you hear nothing but like orgasms and moaning, and mm-hmm. like they're training, they're practicing, right, right. So just, but meanwhile, they're having just a normal. Conversation about politics.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it's you're like not supposed club. to be talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it kind of is. You kind of is, yeah, right? I mean, as
2: men, like, if you go to a strip club, you know, yeah. you're there. People, women are dancing, yeah. but you're probably watching the, the game. The
1: game, or you're talking business. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Anyway, do business blah, blah, partners blah, go to strip they, clubs? Huh? Do, get, do business partners go to strip clubs together? I, yeah, of course. Okay, so like they're talking business. Oh, hello. Nice, nice dancing. And <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, strip No, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: So, um, so Akman is trying to sneak his way into Chabi's ear yes. and trying to sneak his way into the, into Kublai's ear. And so he obviously thinks Kublai should go and rain on song, yeah. um, Jiao Shidao and the wall city. Yeah. What do you think?
2: I, I, I don't know. I don't know.
1: You don't know. You don't have one purpose. Like you think, because Chobby at the end of the episode, more more towards the end of the episode, says, you know, you should, you should use wisdom rather than wrath. Yeah,
2: I, I wouldn't want him to to just go in there and attack because I don't. They have like a strong. Don't they have a strong barrier for their wall? Isn't yeah. It's, a, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's tough to do that, right? Right, right, right. So, I I mean, I don't think that just. I don't know. I haven't really formed an opinion on that yet.
1: Okay, okay. I
2: mean, of course I want him to kill the chancellor because the chancellor's annoying. There's something wrong right. with him. Right, there's definitely
1: something wrong with just, him.
2: Uh, I don't know. It's like, I don't think, just don't, not yet.
1: Right, right. I wouldn't do it yet. Were you surprised uh, Were you surprised when Mei Lin arrived at the city on the back of that wagon? Yeah, I was.
2: Well, I mean, I knew she was going there, but... yeah. I didn't, do they, straight whorehouse. It was straight to it.
1: Mm-hmm, straight to it. That was, so, the Hall of Five desires, I don't know if we should call it a whorehouse, because it's like, it's kind yeah. of different, because, you know, they had, you know, he was the man, I don't know what his name was, but the man kind of like, you know, taking care of, being, like, the whole the process. he was the pimp of yeah, the Yeah, no. I guess he's the royal pimp. Yeah, he the royal pimp. <laughs> yeah, he he's the royal, the royal pimp. pimp. Okay, so the royal pimp is letting the women know, okay, so, you either come into the Hall of Five desires, if you don't. Get in here, then you get sold to the Khan's court. Yeah. If you don't get in anywhere there, then you're going to the houses. Yeah, yeah. So, that's true.
2: so that's like the upper echelon. It's
1: the upperest upper echelon. Yeah, it's not, yeah. Because so. yeah. Yeah, they live very well, very comfortably. That's true. Yeah, and then even at the even at the court, I imagine because we see. Um, they're all respectful,
2: see, respectable guys. Yeah. They don't seem to have any like weird perversions. Just I'm sure a good they time. do,
1: but like I mean, yeah. it's got to be better than living out in like yeah. But a
2: whorehouse probably got some a few drunks. Coming oh my in, god! Attacking like, in, the
1: in the, market, in yeah. the in the actual village. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it's awful.
2: Everyone there's i sure, like, on horseback.
1: I- no, I'm sure, like, yeah. they're, like, beating the women. I, I don't think they beat the women in the, in the palace or anything like that. So I'm sure it's, like, a yes. huge difference. And he says, like, you know, like, this may be your one, like, your life may be on the line. So yeah. it's, like, serious business. But, um, so then we, 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 we cut to the blue princess. Yes. Coco Chen. And she, we, she's, like, hiding this piece of jewelry. We see, we finally see what she's hiding. It's a piece of jewel. And then we see this writer. And then of course, like Marco is watching this yeah. whole thing. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. The, the only two things I took from that, uh, uh-huh. I'm not, I'm not a big Blue Princess fan yet, mm-hmm. only because when she's, aside from Marco, always like being adventurous and chasing her, mm-hmm. which is, it's the same thing I said to you. This guy's he's too, he's too nosy. But he has to relax. Like you are literally in another person's yeah. You're a prisoner where yeah. they kill people for no yeah. reason there. Yeah. One yeah. transgression, you're done.
1: Well, yeah, his name stands for the great explorer. I know,
2: but good. <laughs> he wasn't an explorer yet, he was just a nosy kid. Like this guy has to relax. He's just yeah. always he's always just so so dang nosy.
1: Well, especially with the blue princess, because he kinda has a crush on her. I
2: know, but look, if you have a crush on her, okay. You know, yeah. you'll, you'll see her around the area. Say what's up. Talk yeah. to her. Don't yeah. stalk her. Like he yeah. literally stalks her yeah. to go there to see what she's doing. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's like he's creeping behind the the well, hill. Well, I
1: wonder if he's worried about her though, because when he chases after the writer, I mean, he seems really upset because like I think he thinks that someone is taking advantage of Coco Chen. Oh, okay, so I, I didn't think, look at it like that, but that's yes. a,
2: that's a good point.
1: I think that's why he goes <laughs> after the writer. Um his his name is Toga and Toga. There, we don't know yet what exact what relationship Toga and Kokochin have exactly but she did say that he won't do anything al- as long as he feels like you she know He has a crush
2: on her. Toga. Yeah, Toga has a crush on the Blue Toga Princess.
1: Toga has a crush on the Blue Princess. Yes. Or they have some sort of agreement or something because obviously she's giving him jewels and you know like there must be something there must be more to the story.
2: That does I mean if 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 he does have a crush on her, because that's what I got from her, that like he she he has a crush on her, and she's using it to her advantage.
1: You the, mean Toga?
2: Toga, yeah, the the writer. That, the writer, yeah.
1: But wh- how is she using it to her advantage? Uh,
2: they they didn't they didn't explain. They just yeah. mentioned that something's gonna happen. Like he, yeah, like the what's it, what uh, her her protector,
1: Zabi. Zabi yeah. mentioned
2: to her, you know, yeah. relax, don't do this. And she's like, yeah. don't worry. He's you know he likes me, so it's going it's working for me. So no, she's leading him on, right? She
1: was saying that, like, as long as he believes that, you know, he she loves him, he'll be fine. Everything will be okay. So we'll see. Yeah, what but the way she, she said yeah. it in a way that's like,
2: I don't really like him though.
1: Yeah, so she, I don't think she really likes. So him. So you're,
2: you're you're leading on a man to get what you want.
1: Mm-hmm. But what is it that she wants? Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? We'll save that for predictions. Because um, you right, don't that's know. A good one. You're yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. So <laughs> you right, uh-huh.
2: don't know. You're
1: right. Okay. <laughs> no, but that makes it so much more interesting. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting where Toga went. So I think, I don't know if that wasn't a whorehouse or if that's like a bar because we saw Yusuf there, who's a minister of war, and he was just kind of chilling, just working away. So, like, I don't know. We see, Obviously, there was a cut to this girl. When Marco comes in looking for the writer, he sees like a girl and, you know, she's, she looks uncomfortable. So we get this kind of feeling like maybe she's, um, yeah, you know, figured, yeah. And, but then, like, all these guys are there drinking, and then like g- weird guy who's like, "Sit down, we'll be eyeball to eyeball. And we can either f or yeah. we can change." Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was weird. a very intense moment. That was, very weird, yeah. that was so weird. But um, yeah, so what do you think that was? I
2: probably I don't like know. a bar. Or yeah, something. I, I think that was a bar. Would yeah, you, maybe the bars are just have maybe it's like half bar half have whorehouse have you know, maybe you know.
1: yeah okay but I think everything that, is just intertwined yeah. together
2: I think that's just in a testament to Marco Polo though. the fact that he's just so good at observing things like yeah. the moment he's inside he yeah, sees he's like, looking boom, boom, boom.
1: around he's like born identity yeah. all over again he is like born. He's identity. like Jason Bourne. <laughs> That's
2: good. We said the Game of Thrones, born identity. I know. It's, this, everything's in this show. It's, like it's an game. Yes,
1: yes, <laughs> yes. So then we see um, Lingling, Maylin's daughter, Sunflower, yeah. aka Sunflower, and she's singing along. Aka and Sunflower. And I aka Sunflower. I like that, Sunflower. Yeah. And she's singing, and we 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 see the Chancellor kind of like look at her. We get this feeling like, oh my God, there's something is not. Good. Everything he does is creepy. I know, but we we focus on she's wearing her mother's slippers obviously because she misses her mom and you know and so we cut to the slippers and that's all we get of that but we know he's thinking about something
2: what I think he what I think he saw was she misses the mother Mm -hmm. and just like he's doing with the army Mm -hmm. he's trying to let everyone he's trying to win everybody over Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's why later on when he goes to Malin's former friend
1: Yes. yes he
2: kind of you know Soothes her, like, hey, everything's gonna be okay. Yeah. As long as I'm here, you can even do whatever, whatever you want later on.
1: Well, she's, okay, so Lin's friend is a concubine, like a royal consort or, or or a concubine in, concubine in the court. And I think, um, Jiao Shidao, the chancellor, is kind of hiring her to take care of Ling Ling because he's kind of, realizing he doesn't want to take care of her himself yeah. and um, and she, she actually looks very thankful because there's like that moment where she like looks at him and she's like you know yeah. she like gives that bow and there was like there was so much heart and emotion behind that and I think it's the first time we see Zhao Shidao show any sort of kindness or like anything he's any blonde. sort of like
2: he's see, he's, gonna, he's trying to win her I think mm-hmm. he's trying to win her over to mm-hmm. win the kid over
1: He's trying to win her over for the kid because
2: she's always with the kid. Mm-hmm. He's trying to win the. Stunt. No, she
1: wasn't with the kid. Yeah, but she.
2: I think she. She's the. Uh, she knows the kid. She's always yeah. with the kid, though. I think. I think she's the servant that's always with her.
1: Um. No, not initially.
2: You think so? Yeah, I think
1: but he's so. hiring her to be her servant. Uh, basically, that's what that's what that whole thing was. Was that like he's telling her, "Okay, you're a concubine. You don't have to do that anymore. You can just come live at the house. Take care of Ling Ling." Huh. Yeah, I'm pretty huh. sure. We'll see in the later episodes if you agree with me because I think that is what's happening. Really? But that storyline is really interesting too. So another thing for predictions. Yes. Um, and then you know we we see Khan kind of dealing with the guilt of murdering his not murdering executing his br- brother because yeah. it wasn't a murder. You know yeah. it was a it was a killing, yeah. but it wasn't a murder. I don't think. Yeah,
2: and yeah. it's really you can see really it really. St- no, I mean, it was an execution,
1: it was an execution He had to
2: they they and knew he's it. it had riddled
1: with guilt, yeah, yeah,
2: and uh,
1: yeah, so it was necessary
2: it it was necessary,
1: but he talks to Marco, you know he tells Marco to come meet him at the at the what do you call it? What's the little the, pond.
2: His little area. There's a pond, from the pond,
1: and there's like a little. You know, it's like a relaxing area. I
2: called it his royal chill spot. Yeah. Okay. His head.
1: royal chill spot. So he calls he calls Marco over to his royal world chill spot. Yes. And you know, kind of says like you know, there's that story you know in your in that Bible of yours about these brothers, oh, yeah, able, you, you know, the Cain and, and, Abel, and Abel story. And Abel. So he's trying to find some sort of like. Like some sort of explanation or somebody to talk to about it. We, we see him talk to Hundred Eyes about it, and Hundred Eyes is saying, presumes that he can't sleep because you know he's stricken with this guilt and he's like these nightmares about his brother. But he actually has gout. It's probably a little bit yeah. of both.
2: I think that's that's what I got from that too. And it, it just it just it just shows more more to more to the con. Yeah, that he he really, he
1: really didn't want really yeah, to like really, do it. he felt really really bad.
2: And it's like. like I thought it was going to go in a direction where he did it. Let's move on. But yeah. every moment, everything he said somehow goes back to. It. But do I you think know. I was wrong for killing his brother throughout the
1: whole episode? I know he talks to almost everybody about that. Even like everybody.
2: That lets you know how close his brother was to him, and yeah. he still killed him. Yeah, like he did like that. Was his brother was it was like his little brother? It wasn't like a brother that he barely sees. It was yeah. his little brother. I know, and he he had to do what he had to do. He puts I know. everything, and you see later on in the episode, everything he does. It's for the kingdom.
1: Yeah. But I think there's a slight fear. I think he's, I think like any good leader, he's kind of conscious of his behaviors and he's wondering if he's making mistakes. I think he's very conscious of, okay, am I doing the right thing by sticking to, you know, my grandfather, Genghis Genghis Khan's, you know, grand vision for Mongolia, or am I just a crazy, power hungry monster? You
2: think that's that's probably why he likes Marco so much.
1: Yeah, because it tell him to him straight.
2: Yeah, Marco's telling him to him straight, and he has fresh eyes. Yeah. And he knows he, how inquisitive he is. Yes. So I think that's why, yeah, that's why he does that.
1: Yeah, because, you know, yeah, even Kublai even asks Yusuf, which is one of his most trusted, you know, counselors, like, what do you think about that Latin yeah. boy? And he says, you know, he's inquisitive, and what, What did he say? Insightful. Yes. But reckless, like you keep saying. Yes, he definitely is reckless.
2: He's stalking, he's fighting.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we see that Chabi. Then, we, we're, then we're back in the Hall of Five oh, Desires. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Chubby is, Chub is one by one picking the girls, you This know? is a great
2: scene. I like this scene. I
1: really thought it was interesting that one of the girls, her father passed away at Wuchang serving the Khan, And it, in a way, by letting her into the Hall of Five Desires, it was a way of, like, showing respect for her father's death, which I thought was very interesting. I didn't
2: know that. I didn't, that's true. Okay.
1: I thought, like, I would have thought, like, maybe, like, you know, what are you doing here? no, don't like you know yeah. to be here but then it was actually more like oh yes, thank you for your service. you are welcome yeah. in here So I thought that was really interesting. so it shows like what an honor it is to be in that position. Yeah. They probably, yeah,
2: they got medical up there or something. You <laughs> see, it's, it's true. It's a lot better than the, than the outside whorehouses. Yeah, yeah. They get benefits.
1: Yeah. So Mei Lin, who is obviously a star, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, she's a she's a you know magician when it comes to the art of love making. She's
2: too good. Yet, That's her issue in this. She's exactly. too good. Exactly.
1: She's too good. And Chavi sees that, That's threatened. and she's threatened, and she's she she gives her the skip.
2: Yeah. And Mei
1: Lynn, is like no you don't understand like and the empress is like Ex- excuse yeah, me
2: I thought I thought that was that was one of my favorite parts of the yeah. whole show of oh, this mm-hmm, episode mm-hmm. because she just she was too good yeah, like, she was so like she. She she put her she put elbow grease into that. She I was know. doing everything she could to get noticed. I like, know, airing, trying to get up there. She's like
1: looking at the Empress yeah. In like, the uh, eye. You like that? You see what I'm
2: doing? Taking yeah. the, what was it? The cloth?
1: Yeah, the, like, the using, scarf. The thing, like, oh, yeah. You like that? That's <laughs> what I'm doing. She was saying that yeah, girl she, like a violin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. And she was just like she was so good, and it yeah. was too good to the mm-hmm. point that she's just like, okay, I don't want you to steal my man.
1: Exactly. I just want you to please him. Exactly. I don't want you to steal him mm-hmm. from me. I know Chobby is really smart.
2: Yeah, she's the queen. For a reason, she worked her way up there.
1: Yeah, she's a favorite for the. She's a favorite queen for the reason too, because yeah. she's not the only one. See, but she's definitely she's the only the favorite. one the king listens to. Exactly, exactly. So Akman also notices Meilan, mm-hmm. and he kind of you know has his sights on her a little bit. I think. Yeah, she tries
2: to pawn him off on her too. Uh, oh, chubby. yeah, because yeah. yeah.
1: she's like, yeah, take her, take yeah, her, take her please. for yourself, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! But so later on, we see you know at the at the towards the end of the episode, we see Chabi going in to see Kublai, and Kublai is with a woman, and then she, and the woman turns around. It's Amazing. Mei Lin, and that look on Chabi's face. Yeah. what did you think?
2: It's. I mean, that was my um, that was my that was my prediction last episode too.
1: Yes, I see, know. I, you said, were, I said I said those two. It's gonna happen. It was.
2: It was like it was like World War Three. I knew it yeah. was coming. It was gonna it was gonna yeah. it was gonna come to a head.
1: Definitely. She
2: Maylin. Right when she did that, yeah. she reminded me so much right there, I was like, That's the Chancellor's sister.
1: Yeah. That's you see, right. like now you understand
2: it's though they hate each other, yeah. they're both they're both conniving.
1: But the thing is she has to do that for her daughter. Like if she doesn't follow his orders, he's going like he she knows that he's ruthless. He's, yeah,
2: but the fact that she did that, like only only the chancellor would do yeah. something that crazy. The, like when she got pushed over, when she yeah. got um, glossed over.
1: Yeah, she said,
2: "Okay, I'm still gonna get in his bed." Yeah, and she went. And she threatened the other girl. She she cut her in the she face. She cut
1: her. She didn't threaten her. She literally Just cut her, her know, in the hey, face. Sk- yeah,
2: that was crazy.
1: That was crazy. And then she found out didn't, didn't, she didn't let her know. It was just, like, the girl was using a restroom, and she knew that if one of them had, like, a scar or an issue that they wouldn't be able to get in, so she just snuck in there and just did it. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
2: I said, well, I I thought she she did that, so she knew, she's like, you know what, someone else wants this spot, let Mm -hmm. me just cool down. The girl, who got, the girl who got the mark on her yeah. face.
1: Yeah, yeah, All yeah. Right,
2: I guess that were either way she got in.
1: Yeah, either way, so she gets in by cutting the girl's face, which yeah. was like super duper intense.
2: Yeah, i I'm telling you. And now yeah. Chabi she just made an enemy.
1: I know. I know. But then I thought it was really interesting the way the con was like, huh like to Chabi?
0: Yeah, it's like, he come. just
1: he just grunts at come her. To he's your like, man. Come to your man and she's just kinda like she can't say anything. Yeah. Even though she's the queen and she's not happy, she yeah. can't she can't let it be known because Jealous wife is not a good thing.
2: And yeah, what are you gonna say? What are you gonna say to the king? Like yeah. I don't want him to her to please you because she's really good.
1: Yeah. Can you exactly. not sleep with her? Yeah. Even
2: though you sleep with a lot of women, can you not sleep with this one because she's yeah, really really good. really good? I know. Don't do that, please. I know. It makes me insecure. Yeah. Like, no. Nah,
1: there's definitely more coming there. Though, I think. See. Yeah.
2: And it's like they're really big on uh on orgies in this. Like, there's never any one on one except for the son the son in the first episode and the first wife yeah
1: yeah okay so that reminds me so you know the khan yeah, yeah the khan is stricken with gout and he cannot attend cousin Kaidu's feast and that's what the, the name of the episode is the feast, yes, the feast because there's a lot of drama that happens there so you know Kubai sends Jingim as proxy and tells you know Marco to go with him and so Jingim comes arrives at the days you know, on the West. And Cousin Kaido is not yeah, happy. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's very angry. But, he's what, very upset.
2: And what was that thing you said about uh, about Jingum? Like, they just, poor Jingham.
1: Yeah, poor he's kind of pitiful. Uh, he's so sad.
2: This guy. He, he, I just, know. he can't catch a break.
1: I know. He gets, Everybody, he gets abandoned hates by yeah. Everybody hates on
2: him.
1: Everybody hates on him.
2: He gets abandoned by Arik. What do you mean? Well, Arik. Well, when Arik betrayed, him, him yeah, he, yeah. Doesn't, he doesn't show up. So, oh, he, so right, he right, right, At Wu
1: Chang, right, right. So he looks right, weak, but right. he goes to this party, right? And, and everybody the, is just kind of not it. everybody, but he's like the father's Kai not here. But like yeah. they sent you, yeah. And then he's
2: insulting him the whole damn party.
1: I know, which is. Kind of surprising. I was very surprised.
2: I know, but that's crazy.
1: I know. It's very crazy. And then we see... So we get to see a little bit more about the Mongol culture in a different way. You know, we see like the bird dance and the drumming and all of the flutes. And then Marco Polo is kind of like... You know, exploring around, you know. and stuff like that, and then he he meets this girl.
2: Yes, the girl. yes,
1: the girl that's wrestling all yeah. the guys. She's like
2: she's beating up. She's so beautiful. She's, yeah, she is. She's, she's very beautiful. Everyone on the show is pretty, attractive.
1: Yeah, I know she's very pretty. I I really love that actress. I, I she seems so familiar. I need to look her up.
2: I don't. Only person that I recognize is from from other stuff is the uh, the guy who was running the whole the whole this whole party. What was his
1: name? Again? Oh yes, cousin Kaiju. Cousin Kai, yes. Yes, he was in. He was in. Um, Die Another Day. 7 O Seven. He's been in a lot of mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah.
2: Fast and Furious One. Yes.
1: Yes. He was.
2: He was in Fast and Furious? Furious. Yeah. He was the guy that uh, fought Vin Diesel, and Vin Diesel beats up in the face.
1: Oh. Oh yes, yes, yes. I yeah, I know. Right? Right, so,
2: but in, in this, um, when when that girl she's wrestling all the uh, the other guys mm-hmm. and the first and she, and she locks eyes with Marco he's yeah. just like oh, all right. yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: I know so like they meet up during yeah. the, <laughs> yeah. the backs of the tents and you know she's kind of taunting him calling him pale flower and yada 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 and, and he he's like soul. embellishing
2: like I've killed I've killed a hundred men I
1: know where did that come from what hundred men I'm when i
2: explore? <laughs> I've murdered people I've, I've so, bedded thousands of women
1: I know so you know she's like she's like oh like then take me like dude, what did she say like um? Dude.
2: He says women melt in my hands
1: like snow and desert. Yeah. But like she's like take me and then he thinks like
2: he's trying to kiss her. Yeah, right.
1: and, he, and she's like and she like body shoves His face. I thought that was so cute. But then they wind up kind of doing something. Like, no, no, they had sex. Do you think they were having sex? Yeah, but they had all their clothes on. No, like when um, did they take it off? It's like
2: I said before, it's different. There's no zippers. There's no there's the belts are just tied on. Their shoes but on she's top. She's like she a just...
1: famous virgin.
2: Well, she ain't a virgin no more. That's why, that's why he was so shocked when later on he finds out that she was a virgin. I don't virgin. know.
1: I don't know if she was just like rubbing him to no. tease him.
2: I mean, maybe back then. I guess, I guess that I was don't big know. back then. I don't rubbing, know. rubbing on top of someone. <laughs> there's
1: a lot of sex in this series. Yeah, this,
2: this, it's yeah. consistent. Yeah. That's why, I, that's why, I, that's why I feel I, there was sex. It was sex. Cause there's no way all right. this sex is happening. Oh, I see. That suddenly that there's all this sex rubbing. all
1: over the place and then they're rubbing. I think yeah. you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. But how does she get away with it? Because like, it's going to have to come out sooner or later that she's maybe not a virgin. No, maybe
2: she was a virgin until then.
1: That's what I'm saying. But, like, what is her dad going to think? Not,
2: they probably don't check.
1: No, I'm sure they check. I doubt it. Back in those days, yeah. I she's, think, like, she, being a virgin was a big... She was body, Her husband.
2: She was body slamming everybody. She's body slamming mm, grown men.
1: I see. So you're saying that her... Who's
2: going to come up there and be like, I got to check? You, like, listen...
1: That's true. I'm a virgin.
2: Take my word for it.
1: Right, right, right. Okay, especially because she's a warrior, and sometimes yeah. when you're a warrior, it can actually—that's actually true. When your body is fla- slammed around, like it can actually burst.
2: What, like, what did uh, her father say? He it's, said that she can only only when a man will be able to best her will yeah. she like take him as her husband.
1: Yes. Oh, you good so, memory. Yeah. best. Yes, that's exactly what he said. Mm-hmm. So
2: clearly, no one can beat
0: her.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Well, he. So cousin Kaidu... Her name is Kuchuman. I think, I, I, I couldn't hear very well, but I think it's Kuchuman. that's the daughter, Kaidu's yes. daughter, Um, so Kaido wants Kuchiman to get married already, like, yeah. she wants a man to best her, and to... And we
2: didn't even know, when she first, when they we first see her, yeah. we don't even know that oh, she's... Oh yeah, we don't even know. That, that's, she, we just think she's another warrior. I know, that I
1: know. That she wrestles
2: Marco in the back, and then she just ends up, you know, I humping know. him. <laughs> And then he comes out, and then then he turns out like, yeah, yeah. that's my daughter.
1: I know. He's like,
2: Ugh. and
1: Marco's like, oh my god, I can't catch a break in this place. Like, I'm gonna get killed sooner oh, yeah. or later. He's gonna,
2: he stands out. He's the only one yeah. who looks like that. Yeah, is it tying? Yeah. Suave looking guy.
1: Handsome, Italian, Latin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he,
2: didn't even, he didn't even best her. Like she beat him in the fight and she still I know
1: and she still went for it. Like that I, was a very passionate kiss. It was. I know. But Kaidu <laughs> wants it looks like Kaidu kinda wants Bianma, who is Kublai's you know, he son. Her son. yeah concubines, bastard son, you know, and Biama, I love Piyama. I feel like he's such a fun, like, he's a guy's, he's a guy's guy. He's yeah. like a man's man. I like Do him you too. get that feeling? I like, yeah, I like
2: him too. I mean, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't, from, it's only the third episode, I haven't seen a, enough of yeah, him to gain that's a, true. you know, but he, yeah. he seems like a warrior, he he's,
1: yeah, he's he a seems warrior, loyal, loyal yeah. to his dead. Yeah, and so. he's actually on Jing'en's side, yeah. like, he actually kind of stands up for Jing'en when, when, you know, Kaidu is kind of bashing on him all over the place, and he stands up, and then, you know, Marco, Marco thinks that, okay, like, you know, something's going to happen, yeah. he's, and he's like, okay, do, I will wrestle, yeah, I will wrestle that do guy. Do you
2: think Marco stood up to protect
1: I the think protecting? I think Marco is trying to get into Jingum's good graces a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But um so you know, Jingum goes to the con And says, you know, like, how could you put me in that situation? You know, like, I was made such a fool. Like, you made me this way. I'm like this weak Chinese man. Like, why did you? You made me soft. Yeah, I know. You made
2: me into a woman. I know. And Kublai puts him
1: in this place. He's like, dude, I didn't. You've been trained as a Chinese man, Chinese ways, but you're a Mongol. And if you don't start acting like it, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. Shit got got real.
2: Yes, it got real. It got real. I when he. I think I'm I'm still curious as to why he sent him there. Why he didn't go?
1: No, I think he genuinely couldn't go because he was like his foot was hurting, mm. and also I think he he had a lot of like Eric was on his mind.
2: I think I think he's, I think he sent him purposely for his son to see if his oh, son can handle the situation, and that's why he sent I Marco because he oh, knew Marco's going to tell him what happened.
1: Okay. That's See, true. He
2: sends him. He, that's he true. He sends Marco. Like, I, I want to know what happened. And that's why he gets so
1: mad yeah. at Marco. When the he next lies time, to him. Yeah. I know. So let's talk about that okay. real quick. So... Kublai asks Marco what happened, mm-hmm. and Marco lies to him. Yeah, it's just
2: because he doesn't want to get anyone in trouble. Yeah,
1: because, but...
2: Because he's already done, everyone's, everyone wants
1: to everyone, beat him up already. I know, I know, I know. So, so, But what actually winds up happening is that he actually gets somebody, another killed. person killed. Yes. So, he, so the servant in Kublai's court gets killed because Marco lied to him, and he saw Marco lying to the Khan, and if the Khan lets him go...
2: He's going to tell people. He's
1: going to tell people.
2: Right, so... Technically, he chose Mark. Right there, he chose Marco's I life know. over the service. I know. Because he he, to, he tells Marco, if you if I that let this crazy. guy live, yeah. he's gonna tell people that I let you live. I so know. So it's either kill you or him.
1: I know. And I want you to live. I know. So he killed him. I know. That was insane. That was crazy. I would say that's like the craziest like we've seen Kublai yet. Yeah. And that's so,
2: that's that's why he's the king. He can be tender. He's all big cuddly. Yeah. Well, not cuddly. I wouldn't say he's cuddly. I've, he's. Cuddly. Cuddly, I mean, especially with Chobby, yeah, yeah. But he's, <laughs> but he just lets you know that he's. That's why he's the king, he, and he's smarter than everybody. And he right. knows when he's. He knows that he's not smart enough for certain things, which right. is why he has someone.
1: That's exactly. why he respects Marco because Marco exactly. sees things
2: he doesn't see. Right. So and he wants. He wants the bare I truth. Know,
1: I know. And then so Marco obviously gets super shocked by this whole incident. He's gotten an, another person. He has more <laughs> blood on his hands. He's just. That's true. He has so much like you know going that's on true, in his head. Like so it. he goes on that horse ride again yeah. to clear his mind but then he sees the scarf that coca chin has left on the tree and he goes he's he curiosity's got the best of him so he goes and to see what it is and then oh the, my the snake, gosh the
2: snake comes out we both jumped You're just, I, ah.
1: and i knew it was coming i was like ready for it so
2: no, leave it you know she left something there for I him. Know. leave it but yeah he goes and he, he wants to see what she left for the yeah. rider and so
1: we'll have to see for the next episode to yeah. see what happens to Marco. Yes, yes. So, do you have any predictions? So, what do you think is going to happen?
2: Um, here we go. <laughs> Prediction
1: time. <laughs> now you're
2: after. Buzz. I love that part. It's always I know. Creepy. Right. Prediction. <laughs> you going to go first? <laughs> no,
1: you go first. Okay. The predictions are all you.
2: What do I think in terms of in terms of this show in general for the next episode? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that it's going to turn up a notch mm-hmm. on the Empress and Mylin. Lin. Uh huh. I think that's gonna turn up a notch on that. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think Marco's gonna be dead.
1: Right? Okay. He's,
2: he got bit. Yeah. There's no way. I mean, or, you know what I think he does? What? With the newfound kung fu skills.
1: Oh. He
2: grabs the snake's head.
1: Oh. And survives. wow. And now he knows
2: that someone's trying to kill.
1: Right. The, the blue, blue princess. princess. Or the writer. Who knows? The, How do we know?
2: True. If it, yeah. it, was, it could. Or you know what? You know what I think? I think it was mm. the Blue Princess's um, bodyguard, bodyguard. Left, that yeah. left that for the
1: Yeah. That's a good one. So we'll have to see if he you're right about rider. that.
2: Yes. yes. That's what I think. That's what I think. <laughs>
1: All, <laughs> think. All right, Athabazes. Thank you so much hey. for jo- for joining <laughs> yes. us. Yes. <laughs> Drop us a line on Twitter. Where can we find you, Michael?
2: Uh, at Michael. At Michael underscore Drew, M-I-C-H-E-A-L underscore Drew. And Instagram, Michael Drew, straight up.
1: Yes, and you guys can find me on Twitter, M-S underscore Jun Lee. And make sure to click and subscribe. Yes. Thanks for joining us. Peace.
0: <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network.